now I want to take a time to talk about um, my show sponsor, which is Live to Fight Design. Uh, if you checked out the episode with Sean Clemens, he's the owner of uh, Live to Fight Design. And uh, what he makes is uh, banners, fight banners for fighters and also gyms, fight gyms. And uh, I have a promo code with Live to Fight Design, which is Todd Atkins, my first name, T-O-D-D. Last name Atkins, A-T-K-I-N-S, all together. So if you use my promo code, you get $20 off your order. And, uh, yeah, you can uh, get a pretty good banner made for yourself. High quality and uh, ships them out pretty fast. So, you know, I appreciate him. Take He's the first guy who's taking interest in sponsoring this show. And uh, I'm proud to have someone who's involved in the fight game rather than someone who's not sponsoring the show. So check out live to fight design so live and then the number two so live to fight design on instagram that's where you could contact sean clemens if you have interest in purchasing a banner from him and if you use my promo code you get 20 dollars off the order so please support uh, live to fight design and hope you enjoy this episode All right, this is Todd Atkins, and I am back with Lupe Mateo, who was on my show before. Um, when she was it before you fought Mariah Castro or after? Yes, before before Mariah Castro. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she fights in combate, and we're going to talk to her about her most recent win in combate against Marino Rodriguez. And uh, before we start, I have a sponsor, Live to Fight Design. Uh, they're doing a fight banner giveaway on my website or on my Instagram. And if you want to reach them, you can reach them on Instagram at live to fight design. See, so you have a promo code up there. If you use it, you can get $20 off your order. Todd Atkins is the promo code. Now, uh, Lupa, I kind of want to talk about, let's kind of talk about first before the fight. Like, tell me when you first got notified that you were going to have this one. Uh, I actually got notified, um, let's say in um april in april i found out i was fighting um but i did have an injury um and that same that same week i found i found out i was um gonna be fighting for combate again and i was like wow just my luck (laughs) but uh thankfully everything was cleared and i was able to you know keep training and work around it and then i just jumped jumped on the card i was like you know what i'm gonna gonna try this again you know i'm gonna with like, you know, I was crossing fingers. Um, I was able to, um, you know, work around and just, you know, prepare for my fight as much as I could. Yeah, I was looking here. So you fought Mariah in August. Then mm-hmm. you get this fight in July. So it had been a year. I mean, did you want to have that much time off without another one? Or? No, I didn't. You know what? I was actually yeah. looking for fights, but um, none of them were, you know, like I felt like it was every time they wanted me to fight I was either like I because I go to school too I was like ah, I can't this is not matching up you know um it all depended on my schedule too so I was like oh but um there wasn't so many girls out there with my record all of them for combate all of them have like seven and up maybe I think it is and I'm not gonna go in there with if I'm have if I have less less experience you know mm-hmm now, but she had, this was going to be what her, eh, I think she had had five fights already. Yeah, but yeah, only so as it an amateur. Like she, she was pretty close to seven. Yeah, you know, so she yeah, had yeah, experience. No, as in, yeah, I, 
I did see that, but I lo I looked at her video and I was like, oh, I can, you know, I can actually, why is this moving? Okay, sorry. Uh, I felt like I had, like, that was a good opportunity for me, at least, you know? Um, but yeah, I did see she was, uh, what, four and one, right? Am I right? I think her record's five and one now. I'll, I'll make sure, but let me look here. Because I was looking at that. I wanted to, let me make sure. Well, she had amateur fights. What it was? She had three amateur fights. Okay. I get it now. So actually as a pro, yeah, you're right. You, you were her first pro fight, but she had three amateur fights also. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So we had about the same. So I was like, it's not that bad. You know, I, I, I think I can, you know, take her on. So I took the fight. So <laughs> now, uh, was it just you kind of watching her fights or were you watching it with your coaches or how did that go? um no it was just me my coaches they watch it one time they're like okay this is what you need to work on you know and um I knew she was gonna go for takedowns uh, almost all my opponents go for takedowns so I was like okay you know what my coach literally put me every day to like you know work on my takedowns my takedown defense um you know every single day although I hated it <laughs> mm -hmm. but you know it was necessary now, I want to ask you, like you mentioned, every time you got an offer because you're in school, mm -hmm. did they give you a hard time about the fact that you couldn't take the fights or were they cool about it? Um, No, they were cool about it. But the only thing they only offered me like one because she had um the same record as me. They're not I'm not going to take a fight who's a, who has seven fights in, in pro, you know, that's just dumb. That's they're way experienced than I am. So. Did they try and offer you people like that or no? No, 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 okay. no, no. Mm -mm. Yeah, it does seem like uh, it can take a while for people to get fights again in combate. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It seems that way, at least. I mean, they're really good with match making. So, mm -hmm. you know, um, like I like I said before, um, most of the girls in combate are, I, you know, they already have higher level. They're like seven pro fights in, you know. Okay. Now, tell me about, so... I watched the fight, obviously. I didn't even have the sound on. I just kind of watched it to just watch the fight itself, not to hear what was being said mm -hmm. or anything. And, uh, you know, like I've pointed out to you before, I always feel like kind of like your volume and your uh, pace is kind of like your strength. Did you feel mm -hmm. like that was the case in this fight? Uh, yes, it, it was. Mm-hmm. Because I kind of compare it to like, you know, Max Holloway, as he, he continues to fight, his pace picks up more. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, he kind of starts out and then it's turn the water on more and more and more, you know? Yeah. We, yeah. <laughs> I. <laughs> you don't want to gas yourself out. Usually that, you know, people go in and it's just like, you know, uh, like, you know, you go straight forward to it and then you gas out in the last round. So, you know, you kind of want to play it smart too. So that's what I, I try to do. I try to, you know, uh, kind of like um, wait and like figure out their style and then from there I, I know you know where to pinpoint or where you know I'm able to attack without you know getting so much damage on on myself yeah I wanted to ask you about that because like I said you you kind of throw combinations you know a lot of fighters uh -huh. can't do that well you know mm -hmm. so a lot of them will just throw one or two at the most is it when you get inside where you kind of like, do you still have difficulty trusting yourself to get in and throw the combination because you're kind of worried about the defense too or no? Uh, yes. 
yes because you want to you know we're not <laughs> we're not uh, we're still human you know one good punch can can actually knock you out so one really good punch and especially on a button can knock you out so you always want to be careful you're not we're not like made out of stone or anything <laughs> right because you dropped her early mm-hmm. what did you think when that happened to be honest i thought she fell like i honestly thought she fell i didn't really i you know it went by so fast it was just like okay i had to make it happen and whatever when i you know i turned like you know i look up and i'm just like wait is she on the ground did she just fall (laughs) i kind of got surprised and i was like oh wait i think i dropped her so it's like a lot of emotions going in your head at the same time so i you know so it was definitely from a punch i think it was a right hand yeah Mm -hmm. like a counter yeah and uh, so you, you didn't even know that's what, do you think it had, you known you might've pushed on it more? Or? Yeah. If I did know, yeah, I, I would have, you know, took advantage of it, but it was very shocking. And I was like, Oh wait, did she just trip or did I just knock her down? And I was like, it took me, you know, a while to pass it. The fight is super fast. So, you know, it, it caught me by surprise. Now let's talk about her a little bit. She's kind of long. She was taller, you know? seemed like she wanted to throw maybe a little more kicks i would say mm-hmm. do you agree yeah i thought the same i thought she was actually i was like okay when i saw her in person i was like wait she's a lot taller than i thought she was going to be so i was like okay she might want to stay and um strike with me you know because she's gonna have the reach advantage um but i've also been working on my takedowns too so i would say like, okay if i can't get in the pocket or anything i'm gonna have to take her down you know so that's what I was doing in the beginning, kind of just, um, you know, looking for opportunity or what she's going to do, you know. So, yeah, I did see how tall she was. and But, um, you know, I kind of just slipped the punches every time she would throw uh, um, a jab so I can get in, get in, basically, get in the pocket. And, yeah. So tell me what you thought of her as, like, we kind of talked about the fact she's taller, a little bit longer looking back on the fight you know you don't need to take me through like everything but maybe just your overall impressions of what of what happened uh my overall impressions like okay i worked so much on my takedown defense um which i knew she was gonna do too eventually i thought maybe if i kept hitting her and because my striking is you know a little bit advanced so I, I kind of knew she was going to come in for the takedown so I was looking for those that's one of the reasons why I wasn't so you know I, I wasn't coming forward as much because I knew if I stand in the middle like I stand I stand in the middle with her she might want to take me down or look for positions to take me down so I was like okay I have to be very smart about this so you know I don't get taken down to your ground and um, obviously I'm still working on my ground game um, you know, it's gotten a lot better, but, um, you know, I wanted it, I want it to be, you know, where I don't have to worry about getting out or, um, you know, looking for submissions and stuff like that. Now, as far as the fight went, you know, you won the fight. How did you feel about, you know, what went down or how you fought? Have you gone back and looked at it much or? Uh, no, I usually like to wait a week just so that I can, you know, <laughs> see it a lot better. It's a lot clearer for me, you know, um, I do wait about a week. Um, but overall, I think I did really good. I, I beat her by unanimous and, um, you know, it was like a lot of 
anything she was throwing, but like, you know, she would throw a leg kick, I would block it. She would throw like a jab, I would slit, you know? Um, so I really don't think, I didn't get as hurt as much either. Um, everything we basically um, trained for, I, I used in the fight. Now, what kind of feet did your coaches give you any feedback on it? Yeah, they were so happy. They were like, you know, you see, like, you know, you just got to train hard. Uh, you know, like they were just so happy in, in general. They're like, you have to believe in yourself more. You have to be able to go out there and put everything on the line. Like this is this is your career. You can't let anyone take it away from you. So I was like, you know what? You're like, you know, obviously I knew that. But like just hearing my coaches say that, like, you know, it kind of pushes you, makes me want you makes you want to, you know, do better in training. Um and just my whole team, you know, um, pushing me to the next level is like uh, like one of the best things um, a fighter can have. Now, how much how much are you able to train? Because like you said, you're going to school and whatnot. Are you able yeah, to train I, every day? Yeah, I do train every every day, but I take online classes. OK, um, I take online classes, but I do train every day. Whenever I don't get to the class, I'm training on my own. Like I literally go outside and I do sprints or uh, I do shadow boxing, um, jump rope. There's always different ways you can train. You don't have to just be hitting the bags. You don't have to just be, um, you know, with your partners. Just little things you can fix by yourself, like, you know, on your own. Yeah, but that stuff adds up, man. I, I went to school full time when I got out of the military. I mean, jam. I wrote so many yeah. papers and stuff. I was like, holy crap. You know, like. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I know. I get you. But like, um, you know, just you got to work through it. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about, you know, when you fought Mariah to this fight. So after the fight with Mariah, kind of what did you what did you feel as far as that one went? Because obviously I think you probably watched that one. <laughs> by now oh yeah i did yeah um obviously i was like upset um i felt like if i didn't come out if i came out as strong as i did in the third round i could have taken taken that fight to be honest i do feel that way but my you know mentally i wasn't there like like i said just coming from a knee injury and just going straight to pro before even you know finishing my last amateur fight was just like oh wait what's going on you know so i felt like that got to me and then you know um just being in a and it's different too in the pros you use elbows you use um you use like knees you're not wearing shin um shin pads anymore you know so it was just uh it was different you know but after the Mario fight, I was like, uh, you know, uh, okay, I know how it feels like. I already put my foot in the fire. Let's let's go. All right. So what did Combate say to you after this fight? I mean, did you talk to them at all? Oh yeah, of course. They were so um, they were so happy. They were like, you know, um, they liked my fight, and they wanted to put me in the next card whenever I'm ready. So they were really excited about that. And I think that night too, we had. We were number three viewed in United in nation in nation, I think it is for combate. I, I gotta go back and, and look what look at it. So yeah, so they're really happy and pleased with my performance overall. Now tell me about the promotion a little bit. Like when what's it like like going to combate? What what's it like? Do you you don't have to do a lot of media and stuff or do you? 
Uh, we still do. Yeah, we we take uh, it's a video shoot, photo shoot, then it's an interview. Um, and yeah, but for the most part, they're more organized, so you know it goes by quickly. And now that I think your first fight, they didn't have no fans there because that was kind of like the COVID time kind of time, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So now they had fans there. How was that? It was a lot better. You can feel the energy. You can just feel like, you know, everyone cheering for you and it makes it a lot better. You just, you get the, you know, like the hype, like of just going in there and giving it your all. Do you know how they, like, is it fans who are just, because I know Apex shows, there's some packages that people buy, some are pretty pricey, but mm -hmm. uh, was this people just buying tickets or were these people that they brought into no. the show or? You know? No, these were actually our families. Like oh, you only okay. get five guests, so you know whatever five guests you can put down, you just that's the only people that are gonna come in. So probably every fighter probably had several people. Yeah, mm -hmm. I would think so. It was pretty much just family members of fighters for the most mm -hmm. part. That's interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. Where was the fight at? Uh, here in um Doral. Okay. So I know you, I saw where you had mentioned about maybe Miami, you might relocate or something. Uh, no, maybe in a few years, I yeah. am thinking about just, you know, something different. <laughs> the reason I'm just, asking is because Florida has a lot of fights. Is it better for you to be there? You think, or. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. In a few, in a few years, I, you know, when, wherever my career is taking me, um, you know, I I was still here in Miami, but until after that, you know, I'm gonna be moving out. It's just I don't know. I've been here my whole life. I think it's mm. something something different. Maybe somewhere else in Florida. Yeah, or mm -hmm. or maybe some another state. There are a lot of yeah. fights everywhere now. So, but yeah, I was kind of thinking, you know, is it somewhere where you would? Because it is probably beneficial from the combate standpoint for you. Because oh they yeah, have of fights course. There yeah mm -hmm. yeah but uh just overall too much you know my family's gonna be moving out to you know moving to different places so it's like i'm gonna be here on my own <laughs> um well i do live far from my from my hometown but um you know everyone's gonna be moving like you know up to california la and like you know to new york and i'm, I'm gonna be the only one down here <laughs> mm. So I was like, okay, so in a few years, I guess um, I'd start off my journey somewhere else. Or California, New York are expensive. Why did someone move from Florida more to another expensive place? Just, I don't know. Yeah. That's, you know, <laughs> that's their business, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I always wondered that because, like, people in Hawaii, a lot of them moved to California and Vegas. Mm -hmm. Those places are expensive, too, you know? So it's kind of like, yeah. Oh, what happened? <laughs> I think you lost your camera for a moment, but yeah, I was just always kind of, I wanted to see what you would say about that, like moving from one place expensive to maybe another place that's pricey. Is that what you mm. think you might do? No, I'm, I've been looking at different places, but um, definitely not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> so when, when do you think, I know you may not know now, but when do you think maybe like how many months or whatever you might fight again? Um, you know what? I'm, I want to fight as soon as possible. Um, so whenever they have someone on the card um, that has the same, you know, whatever's, you know, best for me, 
that's what I'm going to go for. <laughs> but hopefully yeah. soon. They did tell me, you know, whenever I was ready, they can put me down. So. So that's interesting. They just kind of, they don't give you for sure. Kind of like we might use you in three months or two months. They just kind of say, we'll call you when we call you. Um, usually my, um, whenever my coach puts down, you know, my coach does everything for me. So mm -hmm. whenever he tells them I'm ready, they start to match make me. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. So let's talk a little bit about like, I wanted to ask you, we kind of touched on this, but maybe from the first fight to the second fight, what do mm -hmm. you think overall you did better? Oh, overall, my takedown defense, and I was committed more to my um, punches and, you know, my striking. So just those two things you focus on, you think probably won the fight for this one as opposed to the first one. Say that one more time. So those two things in particular you think are why you won this fight as opposed to the first fight? Yes, to be honest, yes. Uh, my Like with Mar Mar Mariah, um, my takedown defense wasn't there. I kept take getting taken down and, you know, pinned to the ground. And I and the first two rounds, I was not committed. I was, you know, more like, oh, okay, like, let me, let me, um, you know, take my time. And, you know, I was kind of like, you know, doubting myself. And this time around, I was like, okay, so, you know, I trained for, I trained for this hard. I shouldn't be able to doubt myself. I should go in and, you know, give it my all because at the end of the day, it's a fight. And I'm, I didn't want to leave it to the judges, obviously, you know, but mm -hmm. it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's nothing you can do about that sometimes. Yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. <laughs> that I mean that it's not bad. I can try, but yeah, I mean, there's sometimes it's just going to go that way. Let me ask you this, because you talk about believing in yourself, and I'm sure a lot of um all fighters go through this. People go through this. Mm -hmm. How do you think you attack that challenge? Um, how do I attack it? You know, like overcome uh, it, or maybe try to deal with it by training every day and I trained super hard, you know, when my coach was like, okay, you're going to hit bags three rounds. I was like, okay, so I'll go, you know, hit the bags like as fast as I could, as strong as, you know, hit it as hard as I could, you know? So that way when it's and the same thing with wrestling, when I would wrestle, um, you know, he would be like, okay, so you're going to do five minutes, three rounds, five, uh, three round minutes. So you would, I would go and I would wrestle and I would wrestle with like, you know, top wrestlers or the the guys, I would, you know, I only train with guys. So <laughs> I would go in there and wrestle with them. And I, I, they would always tell me, if you can do this with us, you know, if you can train with us, if you can hang with us, the girls will have like, you know, the girls are going to have a hard a hard time, you know, having to take you down or even, um, you know, you're not going to give them an easy, an easy fight. It's going to be tough. The reason I ask is because, you know, you see a lot of fighters, even super experienced fighters, they mm -hmm. maybe they don't attack or they don't commit like you were talking about. Yeah. Even though they have all that experience, maybe they're nervous about getting knocked out. Maybe they're fighting someone who hits hard. For whatever reason, it never happens. Mm -hmm. Some of the fights are incredibly boring because of that, even though someone might be super talented, mm -hmm. you know, so. Mm -hmm. 
yeah you, I, i've seen that how do you overcome it yourself well it's just um uh, it's just like a switch I, I i turn it on and it's just like okay like i can be polite i can be respectful but you know growing up my mom my parents used to always tell me like you know always be polite always be respectful but the minute somebody puts their hands on you you let them know that you know you're not here to play <laughs> mm -hmm. so I, I don't know it's just yeah. it's just something i grew up with like you know i've never disrespected anybody i never put my hands on anyone you know or any of that but it, it was just you always have to protect yourself that's what i was taught you know mm -hmm. So yeah. I guess that's what comes into play. I'm just like, okay, well, it's just a fight. It's a fight. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is a challenge. It's kind of like a mental question. I was trying to see maybe if someone else is struggling with it, what would you suggest? Oh, okay. I would say um, just believe in, you know, yourself more because um, I had, there was a time I was going through that too as an amateur. I, I didn't believe in myself and it was, like also because I knew my skills weren't there either. Um, I would say just um, train as much as you can. And when you're in there, just remember that it's it's only you and her and you guys both, or you and her, or you and him, and you guys both bleed. So, you know, you guys are both the same weight class. There's nothing you should be scared of if you train super hard for it. Now there's a big UFC show tonight. Are you going to watch it? Yes, I am. I'm actually gonna go to the. I'm actually gonna be going to the combat night too to watch one of my friends uh, fight as an amateur. So I'm gonna be there both. You know, I'm gonna be watching the UFC and combat night. <laughs> what are some of the fights you're looking forward to? Uh, right now, um, Whitaker, and there's this guy that used to fight um on on combat night. And his name is Val. I'm actually interested in, in looking at that. He's making his debut in the UFC. So I'm excited about that one too. Yeah, he's going to fight Bo Nickel. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I tell people I went to, a, obviously in Oklahoma, wrestling is very important or big. Mm -hmm. A lot of people watch it. So Penn State came to have a dual match with Oklahoma State. Mm -hmm. And I went to it. It was sold out. The uh, Trying to remember the name of the arena in Stillwater, but it was sold out mm -hmm. and Bo Nick was a freshman. So Oklahoma State won the first three matches. He came out, he pinned his opponent in about 30 seconds and oh. the whole place just went, you know, like <laughs> they didn't win another match for the rest mm -hmm. of the meet. Penn State oh. won all the rest of the matches. So it's like the air just came out of, <laughs> you know, the, <laughs> the arena, so yeah. to speak. So that was the yeah. first time I saw him. You know, he was a freshman. I didn't know who he was, you know. Mm -hmm. And him and his family were like right in front of me because I was in like the first row. Yeah. And they're all just, so it's interesting to see how, now what he's doing. Yeah. You know, if you look back, and you, you know, there's some fighters I see as a pro. And when I started as an amateur, you know, they were like maybe um like in high level amateurs you know but like just watching their journey it's like oh wow like i remember when you're an amateur and, and you could even like you weren't that great but now look at you <laughs> you just never know to be honest do you think rodriguez can beat volkanovsky hmm. i would say hmm. 
Yeah, it's a tough one to. Yeah. Rodriguez yeah. is dangerous. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. His length and his his kicks and his, especially his kicks. Yeah. He's dangerous. That's going to be interesting, you know, that fight because because he's so dangerous. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. You just never know. <laughs> as good as Volkanovski is, mm-hmm. he's dangerous. That's that's what I keep coming back to. Is like <laughs> he could end it just one shot. You know, one of those kicks could end it any time. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's starting to, like you're talking about confidence. He's starting to gain some of that. Mm-hmm. He's always been super dangerous. I think even as in the fight with Max in the first round, when they were both fresh, he was giving it to Max. Mm-hmm. You know, he Max just has an unbelievable chin. Like he kicked him in the face like twice, full power. Yeah, and he just, <laughs> you know, like he he just didn't even react. Mm-hmm. Any other guy would have got knocked out by that shot. You know, Max. Was yeah, like, I I mean I would. <laughs> Yeah, but as he got more tired, as Max started pressing him and take him down, you know, Mm -hmm. hitting him on top, he wore out. Mm -hmm. But I think he seems to be gaining more confidence, you know. Which is, you know, you know what I've noticed, like for for like male fighters, their confidence comes, you know, later on in their career. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, um, uh, like they don't get too confident until they're like, let's say like their confidence takes a longer time for them to develop for some reason what i've noticed yeah it's interesting i i maybe it's because of their skill level like it seems like ufc you have two things either you have person who comes in and learns on the job like max charles Mm -hmm. Oliveira. these guys who took losses early Mm -hmm. charles took quite a few Mm -hmm. but now their skills caught up and their confidence like you said experience mm-hmm. skills confident and now they're you know championship caliber fighters mm-hmm. yeah you're kind of like that too he took some early losses mm-hmm. um, but he, like you said it seems like why do you think that like girls why do you think they're more confident early because we're more aggressive we're more like you know we, we are <laughs> we're more feisty and it's like um I don't know it's 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 different like you know and and it's it's you know it's funny like not me but a lot of the girl fighters they don't get along like after they're, um, they're done fighting it's just like oh okay yeah I fought you good like you know and they just don't get along but like um male fighters you know they might have they're how would I explain it like hmm. I'm kind of like I got I no, it's interesting. I've heard that too. Like, you know, girls, <laughs> they might be nice to each other up front. Behind the scenes, they don't like each other. Yeah, there you go. Like, we're just like, ah, like you know, um, it's, it's. <laughs> like, even in we're school, t- you know, you might be not, they might be nice to each other on the surface. You see them behaving, but behind mm-hmm. the scenes, they don't like each other. Yeah, yeah. And then it's just like one little like spark is like, like, you know, we're ready. <laughs> So really, you all hate each other. No, we don't to hate some each degree. other. Don't say that. Don't say <laughs> yeah, that no, I'm not saying hate each other, but no, it's easy for yeah. you to dislike each other if it needs to happen. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's very easy for us, I guess. It's just like... <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. It's interesting when it relates to fighting. Like you're, I think some of like the Asian fighters, I see some of them, they seem to train together after and stuff it in america oh you yeah might, you might be right in america you don't 
you don't see a lot of them budding up after they fight. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, I'm so always willing to like, you know, open hands because for me, at least I'm able to learn, you know, like from other female fighters. And it gives me actually a realistic feeling of what it's going to be like in a real, you know, MMA fight. Mm -hmm. But like, you know, there's really not that much girls at my gym. So I train with the guys, but it's for me, at least I, I don't mind because they push me to my, you know, they push me. I'm like a rag dog. But like when I get to the fight, to a real fight, it's like, OK, like I've done this before with a guy that's like 20, 30 pounds bigger than me. I can do this with you, you know. So as we're kind of winding down the interview, uh, is there anything like something that you think is important that you might want to tell people or where they can follow you that kind of stuff okay um well they can follow me on instagram at dynamite underscore kid dot one and i'm also looking for sponsorship is that if anybody wants to sponsor me i do put up really good fights um you know action fights so you know you and i will represent you well so yeah how do they sponsor you uh they can uh, hit my email or DM me on uh, my Instagram. My email would be guadalupemateo00 at gmail.com. And again, my Instagram is going to be dynamite underscore kid dot one. Now, do you sell spots on your shorts or? Yes. What would it entail? Um, what do you like? Uh, it would be it like depends, spots on no? shorts or, or is it shirt or? Oh, no, it's shorts and shorts, okay. you know, so. Um, if you want to, you know, buy a spot on my short to represent your company, that's fine too. That sounds good. All right. Well, you know, I appreciate you taking the time to do this as always, you know, I'm glad that I was able to talk to you last time. You're kind of one of the people who's been on my show more than once. And uh, <laughs> it's always great catching up with you. Yeah. And, thank uh, you for having me on your show. Yeah, absolutely. And I wish you luck in your studies. I know how busy that can get. Yeah. What mm -hmm. are you studying? Right now, like I did, you know, I'm doing like, don't want to really talk about it. It's kind of like, okay. you know, something I want to keep for me. Oh, okay. Is, <laughs> yeah. But are you like, let's, are you far along? Or are you like, early? no, I'm right there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The cores and stuff are like so boring. So yeah, they are. Yeah. Tell me about it. I'm just like in class. And I'm like, bro, like if this, like, you know, especially sometimes I go after training or something like, you know, I train in the morning, then I, you know, go to school and for like two hours and I'm just there and I'm like, bro, I, I honestly want to fall asleep. <laughs> I like social sociology. I took sociology? a class in that I liked. Yeah. Nice. I always thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. What did you study for again? Well, <clears throat> I was studying a business, but, uh, mm. you know, I did take class in sociology. I took journalism course mm -hmm. yeah some stuff like that so oh so you went like you you kind of did like I also when I wasn't doing what I was doing you know I took a class in business too because I felt like that's what I kind of needed to know the mentality of business especially to be in this sport too you know mm -hmm. so I kind of took one of those classes too <laughs> well again Lupe I want to thank you for taking time to do this and people as she said, check it out, check her out. Um, if you want to sponsor her, help her out, it'd be appreciated. And, uh, you know, hopefully sometime we can catch up in the future when you have another fight. Okay. And uh, for everyone that's supporting the interviews, appreciate it. And as always, check out Lupe Mateo on Instagram, Dynamite Kid one right? Mm-hmm.
All right. Okay. So everybody checked out the interview. Appreciate it. Till next time. Take care. Now, as always, I want to thank people for taking the time to listen to these shows. And uh, please check out my YouTube channel, which is Todd Atkins Show. Please subscribe to that if you want to get the newest episodes uh, kind of on time. I usually release these episodes, you know, here and there in the days after I do them. But if you want to see them, you know, that day, basically, you would uh, go to my YouTube channel. And uh, just please subscribe. Uh, Supports me and uh, share this podcast if you like it. Share it with some other people. And uh, as always, I'm going to keep putting out more episodes for you. And uh, until the next time, appreciate it. Take care.